0: Everyone and welcome to the twenty-second episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon Quest Dragons Den podcast. This is Platy three, and as you don't hear, there's no Liam. Liam's not here today. This is kind of a birthday gift for him, pun intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of recording this secretly, so uh, surprise, Liam. There's it's a surprise. A- Yay, Liam! I hope you uh, know that voice you definitely should because i went out and tried to get somebody that most listeners should know to by now um i invited mr austin kane co-host of the wildly popular dragon quest fm podcast hey austin hey everybody
1: sorry that I kind of jumped ahead and ruined your surprise. oh no
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> the, when this pops up on Liam's uh, podcast app that's going to be the first surprise anyway so uh, <laughs> already there'll be a surprise yeah well thanks awesome. for
1: joining me yeah thanks for having me i'm really excited to be here today
0: yeah um i wanted to bring Austin on here talk about a game um our former guest Nawaria talked about Dragon Quest 10 but uh, this time you're going to hear some maybe less expert testimony and more of the Florida Man experience. And if you don't get that reference, just pause the podcast right now and just Google Florida Man and be prepared to laugh. Um, but before we get into all things Dragon Quest 10 let's get to know Austin a little bit more. All right, so Austin, I know, is it this year or late last year, you changed your Twitter Twitter handle to mm-hmm. DragonQuastin. Dragon, yes. Dragon <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I am Florida man, but I st- I do get it. Um, so what exactly did you change your name to? What prompted that?
1: Yeah, so this this may be a boring story. I don't know. I'll let people listening judge. But uh, I kind of always wanted the Austin King Twitter handle um, ever since I joined Twitter, which I think was like 2012, 2013. Uh, but this guy has it, and he didn't really seem to use Twitter very much. Every so often, I check back and kind of like stalk him online, and it says he hasn't used his account since like 2016. So I'm just like, come on, man, like let the account go. So maybe I can grab that one. Um, Water. Yeah. And I actually, the only reason I even had Twitter in the first place uh, was because uh, i had written a book at the time uh, back in, like, I think it was published in 2012. And I was told you have to get a, a Twitter account. If you, if you like want your book to do well, you have to get a Twitter account. And so I started it um, and back then my Twitter handle was like Austin King book or something like that uh, since the Twitter handle was taken. And I found out that book Twitter, like no offense to anybody listening that's part of book Twitter, but book Twitter is kind of boring. (laughs) 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 Like they, it's just people like posting like motivational things or like talking about writing and like talking about writing isn't necessarily like the most uh, like interesting topic for me. And honestly, even though I was on there to like promote a book, all I wanted to talk about was video games. Um, (laughs) And so I actually, you know, there was like a three year period that I had a Twitter account, but never used it after that. And when I came back on, I was like, I don't want to talk about books because that's kind of boring to me. I want to talk about video games. And so somewhere around in there is when I got uh, underscore Austin underscore King. Uh, which looks ugly and it's terrible to say. Like even just now having to say that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's awful. Um, so uh, Dragon Quest Austin, which was like the name of my blog and everything I started like uh, about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. was too many characters. Uh, so I thought Dragon Questin it kind of, uh, it doesn't necessarily look pretty, but it kind of like smushes together nice. And so I just, I decided to go with that one since you know most people on Twitter uh, that I talk to now I just talk about video games and Dragon Quest a bunch, so Dragon Questin kind of seemed to go with what I use Twitter for anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, now talking about writing a book, talking mm-hmm. about Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. you've got your Dragon Quest book. You said that is finished, almost finished.
1: Uh, yes, actually, uh, it is finished. Um, there is uh, the artist that was uh, working on uh, illustrations and like cover uh, and all that stuff uh, sent me uh like the drafts and stuff uh to look at uh just the other day so i've been i've been out of town but uh, so i haven't had a chance to look at but yeah the book is finished uh the cover may actually have been finished this morning i'm not sure i haven't gone back (laughs) uh, to check everything but the cover may be done and i'm hoping for like a late june early july release date i'm not sure uh i don't have a release date for it yet uh but yeah it's called uh it's just called the dragon quest book and it's Ah, uh, the first half, little less than half of the book is kind of like uh, my just the year I went through playing every mainline Dragon Quest game. so it's about that. It's kind of got some just you know some history of the series, but it's not really it's not really about that. It's about like loving Dragon Quest and being a fan. And so uh, then the last half of the book, a little over half of the book, is actually uh, interviews with people within the western fan community. Uh, reflections that people have written you're in there uh so quick shout out there yeah you're in there uh uh is actually uh in there as well and just people from all over uh the dragon quest community i tried to to get it from all over um i actually had open submissions where people could send me stuff uh because i was having i just i wanted it to be one of those things that uh like I didn't want it just to be like prominent members of the community. You know, I wanted it to mm-hmm. be like new fans, too, to share their stories. And so uh, so I tried to just open it up to anybody and put as many as I realistically could put in the book. Uh, <laughs> tried to put in there without it. And, and you know, of course, without getting too like repetitive and stuff, because some people, their stories were a little similar, you know. But um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah. And it was... It was really cool. And I felt like I got to know uh, just people in the community a lot better uh, because of them sharing their stories uh, with me. And that's kind of my hope with the book is that people who read it, they kind of feel uh, even more like they're a part of something bigger than themselves, you know? Uh, That's cool.
0: And uh, speaking of the fandom... Uh, mm-hmm. you you're you're there, obviously you co-host your own podcast that <laughs> I love Dragon Quest FM uh, with your friend BJ. How would that mm-hmm. come about? What prompted starting that?
1: uh yeah. so some at some point in. 2018 um it was actually after after uh beating all of dragon quest 11 or maybe i wasn't even done with it yet i can't really remember but at some point i was like hey bj i'm gonna play every mainline dragon quest game like i've been putting it out long enough um i finally had like i had missed a lot of the mainline games like the ds ones because i didn't have a ds so i was like i'm finally just gonna give in i'm gonna buy all this stuff and i'm just gonna invest a lot of time and money." into it but i'm just (laughs) gonna play all of them and at first i think his reaction was kind of like wow really and we had been he had played at the time i think he had actually played more of them than me um i think he had played like four of the mainline games already and uh so he was kind of telling me like some different places to maybe start but at the time i was in tennessee visiting family because it was around the holidays it's getting close to like christmas new year's all that and so I didn't have all the stuff that I was like buying, you know, to play the DS games on or anything like that. So I was like, hey, I'll just download the mobile versions of the first three games, the Erdrick Trilogy, and ended up just playing through all of them over like the holidays, like while I was up in Tennessee on my phone, Uh, which is which is still the only mobile games I think I have been able to play and beat because usually with any playing any game on mobile, it's like an hour and I'm done. So I did that, and then sometime in like January, uh, BJ he ho- he co-hosts another podcast called Geek to Geek, and he was like, "Hey, we're trying to get uh, a website started, a video game website for Geek to Geek. It's where we just can talk about video games outside of the podcast." And uh, they didn't have like regular blogs. It was just it was mostly just stuff related to the podcast. And he was like, "Would you be interested in?" Uh, just, I think, honestly, I think part of it was he was sick of me just texting him about it all the time. And he <laughs> was like, he was like, put your thoughts on the internet. <laughs> um, so I started DragonQuestAustin.com. Uh, and then, uh, you know, a few months, half a year later, I guess, um, as it was getting close to me beating all the games, and it was very apparent that, like, Dragon Quest was going to be, like, a part of my life forever. Uh, BJ was like, hey, why don't we just do a podcast? Because at the time... The only other podcast that was around was Puff Puff Hour, um, which uh, you know, people listening probably know. There, it's a pretty like hilarious podcast. But they were like, it was toward the end of that podcast. Like they've end, they yeah, seem they to have ended their yeah, they seemed to have ended their run. There wasn't a lot of uh, there was like a couple of episodes that year, I think. But they were kind of winding it down. And so uh, he was like, hey, why don't we do this? And you can just talk about your blog stuff in a podcast format. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, that just seems like a lot of time. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. You know, I have three young kids. And so at first I was very opposed to the idea because I was just like, I don't know. Like, nobody's going to listen to that. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I have anything, like, really good to say about Dragon Quest. I just like it a lot. And so, uh, but then eventually I gave in and uh, Dragon Quest FM was born. And somehow I come up with something to say about Dragon Quest every single week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've been going, what, 53 weeks strong, 54 at this point, uh, something like
1: that? Uh, yeah, a little... Uh, our first episode was actually on May 27th, uh, 2019, so it's been uh, just over a year now. Uh, we've had... Uh, there's only been, I believe, two, two weeks that weren't new episodes like we still put stuff out but it, they were kind of like compilations from like patreon minisodes or things like that so we still had a
0: couple of clip shows
1: yeah so we've <laughs> still got we've still had something like theoretically new out every single week we may just have not recorded something new every single week mm-hmm. since then but uh but yeah we always try to you know take the time to do it sometimes uh bj you know is out of town or whatever so i'll uh go alone or uh, my wife filled in <laughs> for I remember one time. That one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and I still keep up with the blog. Uh, I don't I, right now. You know, going back to the subject of Dragon Quest Ten, I've been trying to write up a lot of uh, just kind of English how tos on my blog. Uh, really, because it's kind of hard to find stuff if you just Google it in English. It's hard to find answers because so many of the guides are in Japanese, and then you have to translate them. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just wrote them as I was figuring stuff out. Because it was stuff that like I would try to Google and I couldn't like either find an answer for just by Googling like a phrase or if I could find it, it was either outdated or it was like, or it was a YouTube video and nothing. It's like YouTube videos. It's just like for me personally, I'm, a, I'm like a reader. So like I'd rather read like a quick like paragraph or two telling me how to do something than watch like the hour long video showing me how to do it because then I have to play through that content, that hour of content myself. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's oh, like, I get it. I, the, it.
0: I'm not a YouTube watcher very much at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's the repetitiveness of it, you know? It's not it's not anything against any YouTubers who do that kind of thing, because honestly, it's been a real lifesaver uh, for figuring out Dragon Quest X quite a few times. <laughs> but uh, I just... It, it's hard for me to watch that, like, hour of content and then play through that hour of content again myself.
0: Completely get it. Hey, your guides have been very handy for me, because um, in talking with others... I've realized that this whole like free amount that you get on Switch is it's quite new. It's within the past year and a lot of the Dragon Quest um 10 people that I've known, there's a lot of people that post on Wudus's Dragon's Den in the Dragon Quest 10 forums, but almost all of them are PC people um or they've been playing it for years, so they've already got their Krista account set up for Japanese money and this and this and this so When you say, hey, I hear there's a free Switch trial, they're like, what? (laughs) Uh, We've had our account for four years. We can't help you there. Yeah. So, yeah, you've done a great job of, yeah, I got into it because reading through yours, um, it made it seem so easy. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you.
1: I'm glad I could help. Thank you.
0: I'll spend 10, 15 minutes reading through yours and sitting there side by side rather than watching that one-hour YouTube video to try to get that one thing. So on yeah, the and, same way wave video content, like ugh, break it down. Give me the give me the two sentence summary.
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of what I' um, I've been trying to work on. and I'm, I'm working on getting just kind of like a, a like a separate section on my blog there where it's just all Dragon Quest 10 kind of quick guides like that. Um, and uh, you know, I, I always try to link to people, you know, like the, the Woodus forums or like uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Molina. Uh, who's helped me quite a bit uh, with Dragon Quest Ten, and uh, started his own uh, like fan site, I believe about a month ago. Um, yeah, check that out. That's yeah, Ryanquest com. Uh, so he, so I try, to, I try to link to things like that, just because uh, you know those those people have helped me out too, you know, and uh, trying to just spread the love, and also send other people there who maybe read my blog first, and just want to get into some more Dragon Quest content that they can't, you know, find on my site or whatever. Definitely.
0: Speaking of Dragon Quest content, what are some of your favorite or uh, least favorite games in the series? Since you beat mm-hmm. them all in a year,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> so Eleven is probably my favorite. Um, it's the one within that year. Uh, I beat it on the PS4, uh, like uh, platinum trophy, like played the crap out of it. You know, even I tried to get a hundred percent BCeri, all that kind of stuff. And then I also played 11s S uh, within that. Year time frame, I guess, uh, since it came out in September, Um, it was right around in there. And then I played the 3DS version, and it's all in Japanese. But uh, it's I haven't beaten it yet. I haven't even made it to the first set of credits, partially because it's in Japanese. It's kind of slow going. And then I got distracted by Dragon Quest X, and it's hard to play. It's hard for me, at least, to play two games in a language I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Definitely, so it's hard enough.
1: Yeah, so the 3DS version of 11 has kind of been shelved uh, for now, um, but I believe uh, I got to, I think Rab is my newest party member in my playthrough of the 3DS version of 11. I don't think I got Jade as an official party member yet, but Rab is there, like, uh, it's an Octagonia and everything, and uh, it's all all of that part uh, of 11. Uh, so 11's probably my favorite Um But I also, I love the Zenithia trilogy, uh, four, five, and even six. I know a lot of people don't like six, but I love all three of them. Uh, So that's probably my favorite set of games, probably in that order too, four, five, six, um, after 11. Um, And then in terms of uh, spinoffs, I've got a soft spot for the Heroes games because uh, the first Heroes game was the first Dragon Quest game I ever beat. Uh, which would have been like 2016 um mm-hmm. uh mostly because i was a doofus and i was like i'm just gonna wait till something comes out for the ps4 or the or whatever <laughs> instead of instead of taking the time to get into the ds ones uh way back when uh so it was totally my own fault but uh but because heroes was kind of like the first one i beat and everything um it's got, like, a, a soft spot. I've got a soft spot for it. And, I mean, I really like it. I think Heroes is a really good game. Heroes 2, I feel like, is the weaker one of the two. But I still, I like both of them a whole lot. Um, and, you know, Dragon Quest has some good spinoffs. But I think I, if I had to choose one spinoff series to be my favorite, I think Heroes is probably the one I would go with.
0: Nice. I've, I spent a lot of time talking about that one on podcast this spring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I've put 100 hours into both of those games.
1: Although oh, wow. Went-
0: probably about 20 or 30 of those hours might've been the kids, but <laughs> <laughs> at least 80 of those hours are mine on each game. Yeah. And yeah. No, I get what you mean. The first one, I don't know if it was fatigue because the second one came out like a year and a half after. And it was like, Oh my gosh, here we go again for another 80 hours. Uh-huh. But I never, I mean, I beat the game, but I just never got into that post game in the second. I didn't do as much other stuff in two as I didn't want. Um, one, I got everybody level ninety nine. I never platinumed it. There was a couple of fights I couldn't get, and mm-hmm. buying every single item just felt like a chore.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the same for me. I, I started it off, and I was like, I'm gonna platinum this one too. And then it got to the part where like there was there were some items that are like rare drops from rare enemies, and I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't get all of these items. Like, I, I just, I just decided to do other things with my time. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. But yeah. So I did, any-
0: Any that you didn't really like, didn't gel with?
1: Um, I mean, I liked them all. I had a tough time with 7 when I was playing it, and I've written some posts about it uh, on my blog before. I think I've mentioned it on on DQFM, and I I know I talk about it in my book, but uh, at the time, part of it was my own fault. I made the mistake of playing 7 after I finished up the Urdric Trilogy. So I jumped from 3 to 7. So... Mm -hmm. And it was the 3DS version of 7 uh, that I started with. And um, I, like, I guess without seeing where the series, like the in-between steps of the series growing uh, with 4, 5, and 6, like it kind of felt weird uh, jumping into 7. Uh, it's, 7 still has my favorite vocation system of any video game probably. I mean, I, mean, I love it. And I actually replayed 7 during uh, quarantine because I was like, you know, the longer I was away from 7, I was like, the lo- the more I was like, you know what, I did actually enjoy this. Like, I didn't think I was enjoying it at the time because I was like, oh man, I have to talk to like everybody in this village to ad- advance the story or like, oh man, I have to backtrack so much. And it wasn't like, so I, So in my head, at least I really hated it or at least disliked those parts of it. But then when I replayed it uh, for, uh, again, it was the 3DS version, um, during quarantine, I guess because I knew what to expect from it and I knew where the parts were slow and I knew uh, I I basically, I knew to let it breathe. Like when I was playing Mm -hmm. it, when I was playing it originally, like I was just trying to like play through it, you know, and seven, I feel like it, it doesn't work like the other dragon quest games it's one of those that you kind of have to you play through like an episode or an island and then it's like you can let it sit for like 2 days and then come back to it instead of trying to just like plow through mm-hmm. and um, so some i, I like seven a whole lot more playing it through the second time i still haven't beaten it um, i am pretty close though uh, I am, uh, I think I am at the Water Spirit, I think is maybe the last thing I did before uh, I set it down again. So so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a good chunk of the way through the... the oh, main yeah, if you're on the spirits, you're
0: doing... Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, uh, but honestly, the only one that I feel like I don't like is Dragon Quest Eight. And I know, <laughs> like, every time I say that, I can just hear people screaming, and I feel like someone listening right now is like, no! But I know it's a good game, and... I understand why people love it, but personally, I just, I can't get into it. I think it's, I don't have the nostalgia of, of playing it and beating it when it was new on the PS2. Mm -hmm. Um, a, a friend of mine, Wade, uh, brought it over to my house and I remember, uh, at least watching him play it. And maybe, you know, we were kids or younger, like high school, I guess. So he handed me like the controller probably a time or two and let me play through some of it. But for the most part, I remember watching him play play it, and I didn't watch him play all of it by any means. And so, I, but that's it in terms of like Dragon Quest Eight nostalgia when it was new. Um, mm. And so, I don't have that nostalgia for it. And um, like, I just feel like having played like all the other games, there's definitely games in the series that I would put much higher up on my list than eight.
0: Is it the Final Fantasy Seven effect?
1: I think it yeah. is. Yeah, I think if it you is. You didn't
0: play that back on PS One in the nineties. You know, mm-hmm. and just go pick up the original game today. You'd be like, "What the hell?"
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of it's something very similar to that, probably. Yeah, and, and it's like, and yeah, it's not a bad game by any means. It's just it feels kind of bland to me. That I don't really especially love just the skill system uh, that mm-hmm. it has, and the I think the cast is fairly memorable. I mean, I, I like the the cast that it has, and the story, you know, definitely has its moments, but. I, there's things about pretty much every other Dragon Quest game that I like a lot more, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I am one of those people that really not a big fan of Dragon Quest VI, but I played through it three different times, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the lowest Dragon Quest is still above quite a bit of other games for me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And that, that's my thing is like, I'd still rather play Dragon Quest Eight, even though I, I say I don't like it just in terms of Dragon Quest games. Uh, I'd still rather play Dragon Quest VIII than a whole, whole lot of other JRPGs out there. Mm-hmm, definitely.
0: So are there any games in the franchise that you didn't get to yet that you are looking forward to?
1: Uh, I really want to play uh, Tornico, The Last Hope, uh, which I know uh, from from reading your stuff for the book, I know you had a really good time with that one. I did. Or at least played it a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quite a bit. I, it's one of the few games, I don't collect games, I don't collect much, but uh-huh. I've got my Claymation covered front title of him, or maybe it was the opening sequence that looked like it was horrible Claymation, kind of yes. like the PS1 Dragon Quest Seven FMVs uh-huh. that were, <laughs> but no, I, Torneco, I've played that, and the Super Nintendo, there, there was a SNES one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh version 2 and i know liam that's one of his uh hi liam still listening um <laughs> that's one of his favorites he likes that one
1: yeah so i that one's on my list i have it and i played it for about 30 minutes it's the I've, you know the claymation stuff that you're talking about mm-hmm. uh that i've watched that opening sequence and the first i mean i guess it's technically a dungeon even though it's outdoors but you know the first kind of tutorial where you're having to walk from town to the castle mm-hmm. and do all that stuff um so i did that for about 30 minutes I'm kind of putting it off because I'm wanting to play it uh, with BJ sometime when we're together, um like we did Dragon Quest Swords because <laughs> uh, I feel like the I feel like the last hope is one of those games that could be doable. It's like a shorter kind of Dragon Quest game. and if we really like put our, you know, put our minds to it i am hoping that we could play it together or play through some of it and also i'm not a huge uh mystery dungeon or like roguelike fan uh, of game i don't tend to like those games a lot so i think playing them with a friend would kind of push me to to get through it and get to the end of it you know Mm -hmm.
0: my wife was out at walmart and all of a sudden recently she's decided that with her brother i i found a switch out in the wild a couple weeks ago and messaged my brother and brother-in-law and he got it and seeing him and his uh fiance playing animal crossings my wife's all like we could get animal crossings i'd show the kids how to play it and how to do it Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey that's not my that's not my jam but that's fine if you Uh go ahead i said "Well, we'll pick it up sometime soon well she was out at walmart the other day and she sent me a picture like oh man it's out of stock and i'm like i can just buy it online you know this isn't a problem but then she sent me a picture of the the pokemon mystery dungeon Uh And she's like, oh, with the kids like this, should we get this? I was like, oh, God, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I I played them. I beat the original one, the Pokemon one. I've done these. But yeah, you got to really have a certain mindset. You got to be in it for the, okay. I know I'm going to go and I'm going to step and I'm going to do this and limited inventory and all that and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go in knowing, and you know, judging from the all, let's see, the, the lovely two people that actually filled out the poll here on uh, how long to dot com, uh, the Last Hope, looks like it'll take you a little over a dozen hours.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's not not too bad. That's about. No, I, I think Dragon Quest Swords. I think we managed to get uh, through it in thirteen or fourteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was less than fifteen. Anyway, we so. So yeah so that's what I was hoping with uh, with the last hope I was hoping it was somewhere around in there yeah um, I,
0: it's been so long I couldn't tell you but that does sound familiar I mean I didn't It sure I got that in Dragon Quest 7 at the same time when I finally bought a PS one uh-huh. way late and yeah Dragon Quest seven's way longer
1: yeah <laughs> for sure I'd uh, also uh the other the other one kind of that I would like to play is the the thirtieth uh, anniversary the Final Fantasy versus uh, Dragon Quest, the Itadaki Street, Um, if I ever figure out how. uh, It's it's really expensive to import on the PS4, and I don't have a Vita. But actually, uh, from within the time of you and I kind of sort of talking about this uh, for Mm -hmm. the podcast and uh, being up in Tennessee uh, earlier, uh, I actually managed to snag a PS4 copy. Uh, It's a Korean copy, but the PS4 isn't supposed to be region-locked. Uh, for only twenty five bucks, which is oh, nice. which is much cheaper, yeah. So I'm hoping it's legit, and I'm hoping I get it. Um, <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those where like you know it's not expected to arrive at my house until like the end of July, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh. But but I'm hoping that I will get to play it uh, very very soon.
0: And you know what's funny is yeah, when we started talking about this um, a while back, you mentioned that it was on Vita. I was like, holy cow. Well, I have a hacked Vita. Um, everybody who knew how to do that and i was like oh so i sure enough looked it up and i got it installed on the vita side so installed it on the vita and um uh, played through the first board kicked maribel's butt like yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and it shows i unlocked a couple things and i was like cool because i'll go through the next board well the next board like 10 turns into the game it was obvious i was gonna lose i mean like every player has bought already like 10 properties mm-hmm. and i bought like one i'm like okay I-, I see where this is going so in the menu i went to like quit this board, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here playing this for 30 more minutes, 40 more minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I realized I should have done is put on auto because quitting the board, I lost my progress and now it doesn't show that I beat the first board. Oh, man. I don't know if it's uh, like an issue with the ROM that I got or whatever. I I just think that was kind of the thing. Like, if you don't play through it, it erased your data or quitting quit my plate save data. Um, But it's funny as two weeks ago, too, we plopped it in. I had picked up a used wii and my son and i are enjoying playing through the uh mario versus dragon Mm -hmm. quest one for the wii so that's been funny
1: yeah we're we're... playing it
0: one night at the same time you and your wife are tweeting about playing it i'm like
1: Uh, i'm playing that right now too (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah that that became fortune street for wii became like the unofficial quarantine video game uh for my wife and me uh Mm -hmm. like Like, therefore, like, I mean, I was definitely playing MMOs the whole time uh, and my wife was playing Animal Crossing, but it was kind of like if we wanted to play something together, uh, we, you know, I dragged the Wii out and, you know, the Wii is one of those things. It's not an easy system to drag out because it has like four million parts that go with it, (laughs) but I I dragged it out and, you know, we started playing Fortune Street and I actually brought it up to Tennessee because we we were going to be staying with BJ and his wife part of the time when we were up there. Mm -hmm. and uh, taught them how to play it we played it with the easy play rules um but taught them how to play it there and the four of us played it uh, a whole bunch of nights while we were up there and it it's a lot of fun but those boards are really really long (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I, i just i can't imagine losing progress on one like i that would be one of those things that would happen to me. And I, I think it would, like, I would, I think I would get mad enough about it that I would have to put the game away for a while. Like, like I a, have. Solid that was week. a week
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. A okay. week. And now I'm like, okay, what movie are we going to put on tonight? Like, maybe I'll <laughs> pick it up and do a board while we're watching a movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, since it's on
0: the Vita, this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm kind of. The, the thing with the, the reason I've got my eye on the 30th anniversary one is just because, I mean, I do like Final Fantasy, older Final Fantasy games a lot. Mm-hmm. I, have, I don't like a lot of the ones in the past, like, decade or so very much, but a lot of the older Final Fantasy games I do enjoy a lot. And so just seeing, you know, some of the Final Fantasy characters on the cover there with the Dragon Quest characters looks cool. And, uh, you know, I don't have a PS2 that can play like the, the other uh, Final Fantasy DQ one. Uh, mm-hmm. So. So since I don't have the p s two the ps four one seems uh like a good way to go plus it ha- you know it has at least Silvando from eleven. I'm not sure which all characters <laughs> it has but Silvando's on the cover so I mean he's got to be on there
0: <laughs> yeah and I, I played two boards I haven't really I mean I know there's a lot of there's a lot left to unlock so
1: mm-hmm. can you do uh the the out to lunch feature or whatever like you can on the Wii where the computer like plays through the board for you
0: yes, you can and yeah that was something I realized later like okay so next time I'm like, I know I've lost, and yet there's still probably going to be a half an hour, 45 minutes left. Uh I'm going to turn that on, set it off to the side, you know, do Mm -hmm. something else, and just let my loss happen. But yes, it does have that feature.
1: Okay, cool, because I think that's kind of what I see myself doing uh, with some of those characters that you have to unlock, is Mm -hmm. just... Letting the computer play it out whenever I'm, I can't play it myself, and just hope that I can unlock some extra boards and characters and everything.
0: Yeah, I remember in the Wii game, I had pretty much unlocked everything, and then that Wii has long since gone away. <laughs> so since all the progress was stored on Wii, not the game, so.
1: Yeah, I I was going. I was determined. Uh, I was telling my wife when we were playing it during quarantine. I was like, I have to unlock dragon lord i'm gonna unlock dragon lord we have all this time on our hands i'm gonna unlock dragon lord and then i googled it to see what all you have to do to unlock dragon lord and it kind of uh not necessarily turned me off from doing it but so much as just i saw it and i was like oh yeah there's i don't think there's any way i'm ever going to be able to do all that
0: well now you say that i'm like oh maybe did i ever uh
1: him on the uh... (laughs) yeah i mean it looks like it would take like maybe probably hundreds of hours honestly as long as some of those boards can take i mean i I couldn't imagine it being like a a quick thing you could get through
0: Mm -hmm. well that's too much reading to (laughs) continue talking and try to read all that stuff at the same time
1: oh yeah i think i think it's the I think it might be the last character you unlock i think you have to unlock like all the boards and then beat Mm -hmm. the final board um, is what I think is what all I think you have to do for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, those games can go for It's like playing Monopoly. You know, how long oh. does a game Monopoly play?
1: Oh, yeah, for real. Like, I, I remember playing Monopoly as a kid, and my brother and my dad and myself were just way too competitive to play board games together. And Monopoly is one of those games that just really promotes uh, competitiveness. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, and so uh, we would, we had these we had like a house rule where you could auction off your property. Instead of selling it back to the bank, you could try auctioning it off to to uh, other players mm-hmm. um, as like a way to just kind of buy up properties easier. And I remember some of those sessions would get really contentious when we were kids because we would just be trying to drive like auction prices up on the other one or whatever, <laughs> just out of spite. Um, and uh, I've, I've noticed my wife and I do that to each other on Fortune Street as well. <laughs> So I, I guess the it's a problem the with the game, man. Yeah, I guess it's a problem with me. I guess I guess I'm like the constant <laughs> in all of that.
0: <laughs> You're the center of that Venn diagram.
1: Yep, yep, that's me.
0: <laughs> all right, do you have any uh, like favorite or least favorite characters or
1: monsters throughout the whole series? From ten, it's definitely the the ham sandwich, the little like blue pig with the yellow hat. It's that one uh-huh. because I really like the color scheme of it, even more than the. I mean, I like the character model, and that's my my daughter's favorite monster from any of the games. Um, but I, I do really like the color scheme of that one in particular. Um, but other than that, it's kind of just like the usual, like almost cliche ones, you know. I mean, slime knights, golems, slimes, all of those are cool. Um, mm-hmm. My least favorite, though, by a long portion is definitely a hawk heart uh from uh the first joker <laughs> the uh <laughs> the ugly chicken turkey thing that looks like it's missing lots of feathers
0: oh yeah okay i'm looking at it now that that does look like it's a plucked chicken and
1: got yeah, that in the oven yeah <laughs> it's so ugly and the thing about it too is that it's pretty early in that game and it's after you get Wolf Spade first, which, you know, looks like a, it's a cool, like, little dog-wolf companion to have, and it looks really neat. And then it gets turned into this, like, ugly, featherless chicken monstrosity, and it's just like, man, I really want my doggy back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is quite the visual jump between those two. Yeah, that's just, it was a weird, like, just a weird, like, decision, like, design decision, I feel like, in that game, to go from, like, this... This cutesy, like little dog companion to just this hawk heart, ugly chicken thing. <laughs> so, uh, I know on
0: Dragon Quest FM, you uh, have the fan kind of the community spotlight every now and again. Uh-huh. Um, and I know you buy quite a lot of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any favorite official merchandise or official fan made stuff, or official fan made or fan made stuff that you enjoy?
1: Uh, yeah, so I I really like the figures um so i i'm trying to slowly collect all the ones from dragon quest 11 it's just that those bring arts figures like you have to oh. basically take out like a second mortgage on your house to buy them. All. <laughs> yeah. yeah um so i i have right now i have i have the luminary eric and jade are the only three i have and they're great figures um i still don't necessarily think they're worth the money that you have to pay for them uh so that's kind of like a slowing uh like slow progression i guess uh where i'm gonna eventually get all of those i guess mm-hmm. but um i have some dq10 ones now um i have the the hero and the galapa the giant turtle uh mm-hmm. from 10 i have those figures uh which look really cool i mean i bought it just for the galapa because i love that design uh for <laughs> it and then uh probably most recently the official one that i got was uh crows is what he is how google translates it's what it tells me his name is but i think uh people refer to him as maybe like Klaus or klaus uh he's the guy with the cowboy hat that's in 2.0 of dragon quest 10 okay uh so he's a pretty cool character and uh i I just i found an american seller on ebay that was selling it for like 25 bucks and i was like wow that's a great deal of course i'm gonna have to get that and um and, and I, th- I always take them out of the box and put them like on my bookshelf and stuff in my office. So it's like, I, I don't necessarily care about them being in boxes um, because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to always open the box and put them out anyway. Um, so those, those are some of my uh, favorites. I really like uh, BJ and his wife got me a giant uh, Christmas slime uh, for Christmas <laughs> this past year. It's probably the biggest official uh, merch that I own. And I've I, I, grown up like I, I love Christmas. To this day, I still love Christmas. And uh, so the Christmas slime was kind of one of those things that it was like, it was two of my favorite things, Christmas and Dragon Quest kind of all came (laughs) together. Um, And uh, then I I wanted to get the Dragon Quest Christmas tree. Like they have an official little Christmas tree with slime ornaments. Have you seen that one? I have not, no. So they have it and it's a little bit more than I would like to pay for it. Uh, So recently I bought a bunch of, little uh slime like keychain uh keychains from they're from like the gachapon machines in japan mm-hmm. and i bought a bunch of those for like very inexpensive just like you know like three bucks a piece and yeah, so I've i'm gonna make of
0: those too
1: i'm gonna make my own dragon quest tree i think this year uh, and just use those keychains as ornaments instead of shelling out all the money for the like officially licensed christmas slime tree that they have
0: well i am looking now i don't even know where i am I'm on ebay australia i don't know how i got there <laughs>
1: It it's so, a cool, it's it's a cool like looking.
0: A, i don't even know what currency that's in oh no that's c- canadian
1: yeah like it looks cool but it's just like like at the time i think it was like 70 bucks which is a little bit more because the tree doesn't necessarily look like anything special it's, it's mostly the ornaments and things that i want yeah and so um yeah i don't like the 70 or so dollars that i found at the time for it. it was just more than i really wanted to pay um so oh, those...
0: oh oh you know what i was looking at postage you're right it is 72 dollars canadian <laughs>
1: for that. Oh, okay yeah yeah so that yeah. may even that may even be the it's one probably the same get...
0: listing just sitting there
1: yep probably so um but the christmas slime and that kind of stuff uh i really love those um the uh, liquid metal slime 2ds i got uh that came with the 3ds version of 11 is really great uh, it makes me sad now when i can't when I uh, have to go back to my old American 2DS to play like American 3DS games. Um, because, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a pretty cool little, I got a good deal on it, and it's a pretty cool uh, little system. And I also like it much better because uh, it's the 2DS XL, which folds up. It's not the, the the American 2DS I have is like the ugly one that's like just mm-hmm. one and it doesn't fold. Yes. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's awkwardly shaped. And so, uh, I mean, at the time, it got the job done. You know, I I was able to play uh, American DS games (laughs) on it, like the (laughs) Dragon Quest DS games. So, I mean, it got the job done. I bought the 2DS just because it was, you know, the cheaper option at the time. But um, the Liquid Metal Slime 2DS is probably one of my favorites. And then uh, I mentioned on the podcast, like probably over a year ago now, the Malroth figure that I have. uh, I actually bought it not long after beating Dragon Quest II, because I had such a hard time uh, beating Malroth in that game mm-hmm. that when I fi- finally beat him I, uh, I, I bought him <laughs> now that I beat him <laughs> I was like I'm going to buy you and I'm going to put you up on my, on my bookcase and so he just sits up there and kind of leers at me from time to time but um, it's just kind of a nice reminder because of any final boss of any video game ever I think Malroth gave me more trouble than just about any of them so he was always memorable to me just because of that Oh wow! Um, nice. O- outside of outside of official stuff, though, uh, I do uh, try to collect a lot of fan made stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Our our when our podcast, uh, like we have a Patreon page for DQFM, and so whenever that money doesn't go to like keeping costs up for the website, or like maybe we use some of that money to buy a DQ game so we can play it and then talk about it. Uh, with any of the extra money, I always try to put it back into like the community. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so I always try to use like any extra Patreon money I get to like buy fan made like stickers or shirts or whatever else I can find and I, I try most of the time to uh, find artists that I know or I see on Twitter um, just to kind of I don't know because I mean I really like the Dragon Quest community so I try to like I don't know pay it forward I guess for lack of a better term you know so I, I, and I like the stuff that they do I don't just you know buy it for the sake of buying it like I find stuff that I like um, but it just seemed, to me at least, it seemed like kind of just a, a cool thing to do to kind of just put the money back out into the community uh, every month if there's any extra stuff left over. Um, mm-hmm. So I have I have a pretty, I would say I have 30 or so uh, fan-made, uh, just like stickers, posters, shirts, that, that kind of stuff now, somewhere around 30 uh, different items. Uh, and then Lindsay. Uh, she co-hosts uh, a podcast called the Nerdberg Review, and uh, she actually sent me, I just got them uh, last night, got back from Tennessee last night, and it was waiting for me. Uh, she made a blue slime, and then she actually surprised me by sending me a metal slime and uh, like a car decal to put on my car of a, of a blue slime to go on the back of my car. Um, the two slimes, I think they're crocheted. I'm not crafty enough to know what it's called, um, <laughs> but... I think it's crocheting. It looks like it's crocheted and then it's stuffed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm probably sounding like an idiot right now because I know nothing about crafting. Oh I no! Think, See, my wife
0: crochets all the time, and uh-huh. yeah, she's she's even crocheted Baby Yoda. Um, oh, that's cool. From The Mandalorian. Uh, uh-huh. She used to do a lot of hats, and I had I have a slime one that she made me, and I get people tease me all the time. It looks like a penis on my head when I wear it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just have her sew the bottom up and throw some stuffing in there and never wear that again. That might work out better.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but...
0: It very likely crocheted. Yep. Yeah, that's
1: what, that's what I think it is. Um, and they're really nice. They're really high quality. Um, I th- she has an Etsy shop. Uh, she's the Crafting Rogue on Twitter. Uh, so quick shout out to her, her here. Uh, and she has her own Etsy shop. I don't know what the Etsy shop is called or anything like that, but I do know, uh, I believe she started actually selling some of them, but they do look really cool. And the only thing I don't like about them is that my four year old, Naomi, uh, was in the room when she saw me opening them. And now she wants them all to herself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but can I see it for just a minute? Like even last night, I was trying to get a picture of them. Uh, to like, you know, tell Alinzia thank you, and I—I uh, I couldn't. She wouldn't let them go. She was like, "Here, I'll hold them up for you," because I think she knew I was wanting to hold them. But anyway, assuming I can get my four-year-old to share with me, um, they are really—they are really fantastic. So I really like those a lot.
0: That's great. The other day, um, my oldest son just kind of like blindly stumbled into our bedroom, 11 o'clock at night we're like, you need something or whatever? And he just kind of looked up at the TV that we have in our bedroom. And I've got a stuffed uh, slime up there. Um, we call him Westy. After the one on Twitter. We'll uh-huh. take picture of time and submit him to Westy. Show Westy visiting places. And he just kind of looked up. He's like, can I have Westy? And I picked him up, handed him to him, and he walked out. Like, I was like, that was completely like sleepwalking. like, <laughs> And he's six going on seven and really... I mean, he's played with Westy once or twice, but that was just completely out of the blue. Uh-huh. Like just I I need Westy. And now he's like permanently in that bedroom for a while.
1: Yeah. So and and part of me is like I, I feel like that's good. Like on one hand, like my daughter, she she totally stole the I have a Dragon Quest uh Rivals slime blanket uh that I bought and mm-hmm. it looks like the slime card from the Rivals game. And mm-hmm. uh you know, she totally stole that. Like she sleeps with that every night and she's got those stuffed crocheted slimes in her room right now. So part of me is like i'm really proud that she likes dragon quest so much it's like a proud dad moment but then mm-hmm. on the other hand i'm like but i with that blanket
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely all right so other than uh your ho- co-host bj obviously mm-hmm. you ever uh meet up with any other dragon quest fans or find people out in the wild somewhere.
1: Uh yeah, like a few times M- my friend Wade that I mentioned a little bit earlier. Um mm-hmm. he he passed away in 2013, but uh he was my next-door neighbor and he's the guy that got me into RPGs like when we were really young, like I was probably 8. Um so he's the guy that got me into RPGs and then he's the one that kind of introduced me to Dragon Quest uh way back in the day with Dragon Quest 8. I can't remember if he had 7 or not. If he did, he never showed it to me. Uh, but uh, Dragon Quest 8, um, and then um, my brother-in-law, Daniel, he's my wife's youngest brother. Uh, he is really into DQ. Uh, when we were when we were up there this past week, and then anytime we go there for Christmas, he and I always just kind of sit back and nerd out over Dragon Quest and video games for really long stretches of time. Uh, so just personally, no, uh, that's really it. But I have had a few people... From time to time, I have the the lanyard, you know, that came with, like, the Dragon Quest 11 collector's edition. I think it was, like, a mm-hmm. pre-order bonus. Um, I have that, and I have my ID uh, to get into uh, Palm Beach County schools, because mm-hmm. you have to have, like, an ID, you know, to get into the schools, because of the background check and all that. And uh, so it sh- so I have to wear that around my neck. And so from time to time, uh, I get people who, who kind of sort of recognize it. Like, it's not... It's not always necessarily that they recognize it as Dragon Quest, and I've had quite a few people think it's Dragon Ball, um, but people do kind of recognize it from time to time, uh, and I, I keep it hanging up for my rearview mirror in my car, and my wife uh, kind of recently was actually, uh, she'd gone through the drive through I think it was KFC, I could be wrong about that now, it's been a while, but uh, she went through the drive through there, and the guy that was bringing her the food out i saw it and was like oh those are the heroes from dragon quest 11 and uh was a fan of dragon quest so uh she oh, nice yeah so i thought that was uh pretty cool so from time to time uh, it is but i you know i i've been to one uh like that was called the geek gathering uh that was like a convention that's like the only convention i've ever been to and it was like like uh, North Alabama. This when we still lived in Tennessee. It was in North Alabama, and it was at like the peak of uh, the Walking Dead popularity and Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. So that's pretty much all that was there at the time was like Walking <laughs> Dead stuff and Game of Thrones stuff. Um, so so because I haven't been to like a lot of cons or anything, um, that's generally it. Just from talking to co-workers of mine, I have uh, found out since then like other they've at least played Dragon Quest and liked it. Um, the the artist. Uh, that, who did uh who did a cover for one of my other books uh actually i uh, was talking to her kind of recently and i was telling her that i was uh, working on a dragon quest book and she was like oh dragon uh, warrior uh was like the one of the first video games i ever played as a kid and that's what got me into rpgs <laughs> and i was like right? how have, i was like how have we never talked about this <laughs> so uh so yeah so it's been cool you know just kind of randomly uh meeting people or talking about it and finding out that people uh, have played a game or two before.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Um, My wife's best friend, her husband's the one who hacked my Vita for me, Um, but one of the first times we met, he noticed the screen lock on my phone was a Dragon (laughs) Quest slime. And he's like, hey, I remember playing a game way back in the 80s that had that thing on it. What was that called or something? Uh He he hadn't played anything since the original Dragon Warrior (laughs) 1. But he it, here. It is 35 years later. He still recognized it just from an image on my phone. He's like, "You like that game?"
1: Yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said JRPGs <laughs> are pretty much all I play, and he's all into shooters and everything. So uh-huh. it, it's funny when we get together and he's chatting with me, or when he was getting my Vita set up, and I was the games I was excited to play. He's like trying to talk me into all these other. I'm like, "Nope, just hack my Vita and shut up." Um, <laughs> we have two completely different gaming <laughs> things going on here. Yeah, like. Yeah, he had no clue. He's like, "Was it like Final Fantasy stuff?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, like Final Fantasy stuff." But <laughs> we'll just leave it at that.
1: That's how Maybe. that's how my my brother Micah and some of my cousins are. They like they mostly play shooters, but every once in a while there'll be an RPG that they play. And uh, my brother, growing up, like he played way more RPGs back then than he does now. But um, at Christmas 2018, I guess it was, uh, whenever we were. Uh, up there visiting family, we we got to talk about video games. And I was talking about Dragon Quest XI. And mm-hmm. I think one of them had heard of it, and the rest of them had, and I was telling them all, all about it. And I was like, oh, you guys got to get it. And uh, since then, I've given it as presents <laughs> to, <laughs> to almost all of them because I don't want, I'm just like, if I give it as a gift, they'll definitely play it. Um, if I'm just like, hey, spend 60 bucks on this, they may or may not actually do it. Um, so, uh, I, I gifted a copy, uh, to my brother a while back, but I know, uh, I I convinced him to play it whenever the, the demo for the switch came out, uh, because Mm. it was a free demo, uh, and he was playing it and he was like, man, I really like this a lot. It reminds me of the, of the games we played growing up. And, uh, I was like, yeah, doesn't it, isn't it, isn't it great? (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, so I think he, I, I don't know if he's beaten it i actually should follow up with him on that but i know at the time he was really liking it because it reminded him of those classic jrpgs that we played so much as kids
0: Mhm, mhm. that reminds me i just went on amazon i need to really get on uh getting dragon quest builders 2 for my nephew (laughs) i don't i don't know if he'll ever play it get around to playing it uh when he can put
1: minecraft aside but oh yeah i did that with my cousin he's in the minecraft and i was like Hey, man, if you want to play Minecraft, I've got a, the game for you. Like <laughs> Dragon yep. Quest Builders 2, right here. Play it. Thank me later. Yeah, uh, He used to, I think he's, gosh, is he eight now? Eight or nine? I
0: can't remember. We're going to see him in a couple weeks. But, yeah, back when he was, like, five and six, when we'd hang out over the summer together, he'd like to play with my DS and just kind of walk around and do battles in, like, Dragon Quest 4, 5, or 6. hmm So... Maybe be able to spark a memory with him. Like, wait yeah. a minute. This the first time I've seen this. And it's kind of like Minecraft. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we're talking about Minecraft, it's time to cut that crap and uh, <laughs> talk about Dragon Quest Ten. And to kick us off, we're going to play our uh, game, Marry Thwack Puff Puff, um, which we usually remember to play on uh, Slime Time. Uh-huh. Uh, but we're going to play. Uh, let's play with three different races here. Awesome um i'm gonna give you ogres weddies and elves ogres weddies and elves who are you gonna marry who are you gonna thwack and who are you gonna puff puff
1: all right so i've given some thought to this maybe too much thought (laughs) (laughs) don't Uh, overthink it (laughs) i think i think i would have to marry uh one of the elves because the the elf kingdom uh like the main uh elf kingdom I can never remember the name of it it's like super long it's like Kamihara mui or something like that i'm butchering the name uh but it's where the cherry trees are always in bloom mm-hmm. and it has like a cool like eastern architecture design um and the music it's my favorite music in 10 uh so i think i would marry an elf just so i could live there like not because i, I love the elves or anything necessarily but just to like you want to live... be a
0: nationalized citizen yeah, you to... yeah <laughs> exactly
1: yeah uh so i think i think i would go with elf on that one um Thwack! I gotta go with ogre on this one because the ogre seems to be the most popular race, especially for westerners I know who play. Um, like you're an ogre, right?
0: Yep, I'm an ogre.
1: Yeah, and BJ BJ chose an ogre when he played. I know uh, Ryan Molina plays an ogre. Uh, so a lot of the Western fans I talked to who play 10 chose ogres, but I just, there's something about the design. I just don't like, and I don't know if it's because they're red and red isn't, it's probably like one of my least favorite colors if that's why or whatever. But, um, but I think I would have to go, I, I'd thwack the ogres just because personally, they're my least favorite race, even though I know they're really popular with like pretty much everyone else. Um, <laughs> And, and Puff Puff, definitely Weddy, just because they're Weddies. Like, I, lo- I love Ocean stuff. I love the Weddies from the moment I saw a Weddy. <laughs> um, but I don't like the towns very much. Like, I wouldn't want to marry one and live there. <laughs> so the Weddies can be the side piece. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can't remember what I said. I recorded another one of these with Os um, Nerevar um, a couple weeks ago. And I, I, I know I said, I, you know, I, I, the Weddies were my thwack. I think I, I think I completely reversed the Weddies and the ogres with you. Uh-huh. I, I do like the ogres. I don't know what it is about them. Minus the big pointy shoulder things. That, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I guess you gotta have something. The Weddies got their ears and their fin and whatever, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll marry an ogre or puff puff an ogre, marry the elf. And, uh, Whack the weddies! I think it's the color thing in reverse with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> love, love red, love purple.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, um,
0: what's funny is just last night I was doing. I, I make perler bead things like crazy. My kids mm-hmm. love me making Dragon Quest and um was it Pokemon perler bead creations. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things we first did when the quarantine went down. Um, I stopped and picked up a bunch of different Perler bead colors on the way home from Joanne the last day I was at work. And then I got an email from PerlerBead.com that they were going to have like 50% off if you ordered a hundred dollars or more. And we were like, Oh yeah, we're going to order <laughs> or more easily. Yeah. So we got back from spring break to a, box with like $60, really like $120 with all these perler beads of different colors and everything, and we, we've made a bunch of different ones in the meantime, but yesterday Ost um, was showing um, on the Dragon's Den Discord a Dragon, Quen- Dragon Quest 10 art book that he got, and he was flipping through and he just put a couple pages on there, and one of them were of sprites and I was like, oh my god those are 2D sprites from Dragon Quest Ten. That's awesome. Like, can you scan that in and get that to me? So between that and then he just... He's like, oh, you know, they have this background from when back when they released, like, version 4. And he sent me that, too. And so last night, I ended up making four different um, ones. I made a Weddy. Um, I made an Ogre. Was it the... Uh, is it Poplio, the green ones? Pop something?
1: Oh, the, like, Kukulitos? Oh, no, yeah. They call them... I westerners call them poppets and i don't know where that came from i don't know if that's like a translation or whatever but pukalipos is what they're called at least like yeah yeah so
0: so i made one of him and then the uh and man i never tried even speaking the translated terms but the guy on the train that becomes very important in dragon quest in the version one he's always eaten on the train
1: yes the sage yeah yeah yeah
0: I Uh i made him too so I nice. stayed up quite late last night making four different perler beads of Dragon Quest. Ten people.
1: Yeah, and let me so, let me just say I am super jealous of your talent with those perler beads because I see you post them uh, online from time to time, and like they look really great. And I'm like, I, I do not possess enough artistic ability uh, to experiment a lot with that kind of thing, but you do a fantastic job, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> I, you know,
0: it's it, I don't have I can't draw, I can't sing, <laughs> but man. <laughs> I can take some colored beads and really just lay them down. <laughs> it's funny because some people are, I mean, not that it takes much to do it, but people are like, oh, it takes a lot of talent. I'm like, no, you just got to really decide on the colors. Because, I mean, I, I've got 70 colors. And I did a lot of these back when I had like 20 or 30 colors. And it's just, you know, what can you do to make this look right? That
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it's, it's not going to be a perfect one-to-one copy of the game, you know? They're working with millions of shades. I'm working with like... 40
1: right right yeah i've got three shades
0: of blue what can i do (laughs) (laughs) that's it all right well let's talk about uh dive into dragon quest 10 now Mm -hmm. you're ready so you'll be able to dive maybe a little bit easier than me Um, (laughs) this is a game that i i intermittently intermittently wanted to play for the past eight years um I know i've talked down about it a bunch i'm not a huge mmo person i don't play mmos um never got into world of warcraft final fantasy 11 14 none of that interested me so but because it's dragon quest it's always been like dragon quest but my mmo back and forth back and forth the mm-hmm. language barrier was an easy one for me to obviously say well can't play it it's in japanese yeah but as as the world gets more convenient and Google has instant translating ability and we have Nawaria on telling us all these people that are playing it and I read the den and then you go and put up your posts about the easy ways to do it I'm like okay maybe I should do this so w- what got you into wanting to do it?
1: Uh, so, and I'm not a big MMO guy either. Like I could never get into, I've, I don't think I've ever played like WoW or Guild Wars. Um, tried playing like Elder Scrolls Online and Neverwinter and couldn't really get into those either. Um, but I got into Final Fantasy XIV uh, when it was new, when it was a Realm Reborn, because like the, the initial Final Fantasy XIV like flopped. Like it just, it was awful and nobody played it. So they rebranded it and brought it back as a Realm Reborn a few years, a few years later. And that's the one that I actually started with. Um, And there was an event in Final Fantasy XIV that went hand-in-hand with a Dragon Quest X event. So Mm -hmm. if you played Final Fantasy XIV, you got Dragon Quest X stuff. If you played Dragon Quest X, you could get some Final Fantasy XIV stuff. And it was a really cool event. And I was like, I I liked Final Fantasy XIV enough at the time. Like it was, I just started playing it, but I liked it enough at the time that I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I could get into an MMO. So I looked it up and back then this was probably like 2013 2014 and Mm -hmm. i saw that dragon quest 10 you know wasn't in english it you know there was no good way to play dragon quest 10 no easy way to play dragon quest 10 and i was like okay well there goes my dreams of playing this uh but i i really i still really liked the items that i that i collected in uh final fantasy 14 and so um then last was it last year when the ip ban was lifted i believe it was, like Correct. Summer I 2019. To say it was like
0: last summer yeah
1: yeah so whenever that happened i remember i got online and i was like uh okay i'm gonna figure out how to do this and it was a little confusing because i was like do i have to create a japanese square enix account to just play the like demo of this the trial version do i have to you know do this or that and it was honestly just kind of overwhelming and then um, I believe it was earlier this year when Noaria was on uh, Slime Time, right? Earlier this year, yeah. uh, she was. So, so I listened to that, and then I had seen some of Noaria's videos before when I was like initially interested in Tim, and then I heard her on the podcast, and then uh, Ryan Molina uh, was starting to play it and posting some screenshots, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give this a try, uh, figure it out. I, I play mostly on Switch, so I was like, I'll just. It seems like it could be kind of easy to play this uh, on Switch. And around the same time, I'd started reviewing video games uh, for Nintendad, which is a UK website. And I had to create a a UK Switch account. And so because of to, to, you know, redeem the download codes they sent me. Yeah. So so I was like, hey, I did it for the UK. I could easily do this for Japanese. And I did it and it was painless. And I, you know, figured out a way to get 10 to show up uh, when I was searching for it on the store um, and downloaded it and the rest just kind of history. I mean, after, when I did it, I went ahead and I was like, you know what? I that's when, the, that's when I wrote the first post with that, because I was like, you know what? This is really not that hard. Somebody just needs to, like, put it on the Internet.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. You're right. It was quite simple and like, oh, well, that's what all this. But. For someone who didn't have that in front of them, you know, that's two hours of fumbling around, maybe.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so and that's that's what started kind of me writing some of these posts. And since then, uh, that's where it's come from, you know, is just me playing through stuff. And I'm like, well, it's not really that hard. It's just like somebody needs to put it on the Internet in like the simplest terms in English so that's easy so that it's easy, easy to google it because and that's been my main thing is because maybe it's just I like google the wrong things or you know if you Google something like so much so many of the Dragon Quest 10 players I know they use the, the guides the like official gu- online guides for 10 mm-hmm. but and you, but you have to translate them and so once you have those guides it's pretty easy to know where to go and what to do. But if you're just starting off new and relying on Google, like it doesn't show that stuff up. So you just kind of have to tough it out and find it for yourself. And so, um, but I've had a good time with 10. And I think uh, playing it on Switch is definitely my preferred way of playing it. I haven't played it in any other format. It's just the fact that I can play it handheld when my kids are watching cartoons or my wife is wanting to watch something on Netflix that I'm not interested in. It's like I can just sit there and play handheld and it's very convenient
0: oh very much so and i know one of the things i had a problem with um i was gosh i think two or three emblems into it and i ended up finding a brand new switch Mm -hmm. and dragon quest 10 doesn't burn through the battery quite as badly as dragon quest builders 2 did Uh um man that thing was killing my switch last summer but i always wanted the newer one my switch was like base model from when it first came out three years ago, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I really want that new Battery Life one, so I did pick one up, happened to run across it, one, 7.30 a.m., one Walmart morning, and the uh, first one they'd had in months, and I get it home, and I bring it home, and I'm trying to get on there, and this is what I was messaging you quite a bit, like, I can't get my account to transfer over, I can move my Japanese account to my new Switch, but it won't work, and you were like, "Oh yeah, and like I messaged a couple people on the board, like, oh, you're You know, that doesn't carry over. I don't know about that because, as I said, a lot of these people have played for years and they all do it up with they've done it back from VPN days on Mm -hmm. their computer. So they've got all that knowledge, but not, hey, how can you continue playing a free version right now? Um, So you had mentioned just make really easy, make the Japanese Square Enix account. And I was like so nervous about that because everything I've read about the making the Square Enix account is you better write down the name of a hotel or somewhere of real mm-hmm. physical address in Japan. And they need to verify that you need to enter your name completely in Japanese characters um, and everything. And I'm like, what the heck? And j- yeah, just following when you put that up later, that was a godsend because, yeah, it was easy. I mean, I just used my regular email. It yeah. didn't ask for an address or anything. I mean, hey. It's like any quick old thing on the internet. Pick a username, pick a password, and you're good. Mm -hmm. And it transferred very easily to my new Switch. So now I can play a little bit longer than uh, (laughs) my old battery allowed me. So thank you for putting it online. Thank you for putting it online in ways that uh, people can easily Google. Because I know I've talked it up on a one of the RP Gamer web... Uh, not websites, but on one of the RP Gamer podcasts. Oh, cool. Uh, one of the guys was really interested, and I was like, it was really easy. I said, just search up Dragon Quest Austin, Dragon Quest X. I said, he did... He, he's got it right there, and it it was foolproof. I mean, you can't make it any plainer than that.
1: Yeah, and I think... and And, and that's one of the reasons why I, I try to do it, is because I'm really not tech-savvy. Like, people... People who know me personally and know me really well, I mean, I'm definitely more tech savvy, have become more tech savvy these last few years um, from mm-hmm. working from home more and stuff. But, you know, I'm really not that tech savvy. And so I feel like um, that's kind of like in my, the very first post I ever did for Dragon Quest 10. I'm like, you know, look, I, I really am not tech savvy and I'm not this like computer genius, you know, or anything like that. And if I can figure it out, you can too. Like, like let's do this thing. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I feel like the Dragon Quest community is so good about helping each other out, um, when there's a problem, you know, like, figuring stuff out like this, and so yeah. I just kind of wanted to, to do my part to help other people, um, with that.
0: Yeah, I remember, geez, 10, 15 years ago, uh, like, Caravan Hearts, the, mm-hmm. uh, the forgotten people don't like it uh dragon quest monsters game for game boy advance when that Uh fan translation finally came out i remember that day easily going in there and applying the patch and putting it on my rom and dumping it into my flash cart and all that and nowadays that would be like eh, man i don't know if i can go through all that trouble yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but and even that system of breeding everything i wrote an faq for games faq on like the breeding and how they that, those work and i'm like man 15 years ago my brain could handle that and i would sit down and pludge through that but i don't know too many responsibilities these days so having that very easily and very simple english with pick with the screenshots right there mm-hmm. hey click this that that worked out really well so again thanks
1: yeah yeah of course
0: so when you started i, I we already mentioned i went with ogre what race have you been playing as
1: yeah so i went I, I definitely went with weddy like I, i've like uh I can't remember if I actually said it yet or not, but I, I wanted to play as a weddy since I saw saw one for the first time back in like 2013 2014 because I, I'm so into ocean stuff, I'm so into like aquatic stuff that the weddy just looked like a really cool race. And um, and honestly, that's the thing about Dragon Quest Ten is it really makes me wish that there were more playable races in other mainline Dragon Quest games.
0: Oh, definitely, it adds a lot of variety.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, so-
0: I'm sure it's a lot of art assets, but gosh, that. It, there's so many there's an it it's near infinite all the stuff that you could see in that game yeah so that that's really cool um so with your weddy what jobs have you done
1: uh i mostly did warrior um i am at level 60 right now i have to go to do the uh, after 50 you have to do like uh you have to unlock level caps to unlock like mm-hmm. uh up to 55 and then up to 60 and then now i need to get it up to 65 uh, and mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't done that yet Uh, So I'm I'm just sitting at 60 right now. Um, I tried the thief for just a little while because I wanted to unlock um, some of the other jobs uh, that you can unlock uh, later in the game. And uh, one of them, I believe it's the ranger, you you need to steal something from one of the monsters. Uh, So I was like, okay, I'm going to get my thief up. And then I went to go unlock the quest. And I couldn't yet because I didn't have... I hadn't purchased the real version of the game. And those jobs come with 3.0. So it won't even let you do the quests or anything yet. So I've Uh, only played... I played a thief for like five seconds, but mostly Warrior.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've done... I think I got my fighter up. I I did Warrior and I'm sitting at 50. I beat version one at 50. Um, I got him up to like fighter level 25. Um, I did the... um, Basically, the healer class, the priest class, as I think I got that up to 20, 30. And those have really come about in little half-hour spurts. Like, mm-hmm. if I can catch metal time at the beginning or know that it's about to happen, um, like, oh, cool, let me quickly change over to that class and then just mm-hmm. run outside. And with my bard party members, they're kicking butt and, you know, I'm level 25 or higher easily within that half-hour of just... Farming metal slimes and the liquid metal slimes. Um, I guess it turns out I didn't really need to do that as much. I was f- doing it. I'm, I'm thinking of like Dragon Quest Nine, because a lot of these systems are the same as the job systems in Dragon Quest Nine. Uh-huh. And I was doing it to get more. Um, was it the skill points to skill pump points. into my weapons? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then when I started doing the actual warrior specific job or uh-huh. the quest line. Every time you finish one of those, I was getting 20 skill points in everything for uh-huh. that. Yeah. And I was like, well, geez, why was I switching jobs to earn extra skill points? <laughs> <laughs> in a half an hour, I could have probably knocked out two of the warrior quests. They were not oh, yeah. very hard.
1: Yeah, and that's why it that's what got me levels so much, because you get it raises it like you said by 20 for like all everything on your warrior right there and and even yeah. now mine are all maxed out at 100 and I still I need to go do the quest to like erase that uh so that they're not all locked at 100 because I'm just I have I have something like 200 points right now that I can't use that are just on my character but I can't <laughs> use because I, because I've maxed out them out at 100 and then from those warrior quests, you know, you also get those tickets that give you, like, 25,000 experience
0: um, yeah, if you use what... the item. <laughs> I, I didn't really realize that's what it was. I went and used one one time, and, yeah, I went from, like, 43 to 47, like, boom, and I'm like, whoa! Yep. So I hit my 50 level cap well before I was done with version one.
1: Yeah, so I actually, I do have a question while we're talking <laughs> about warrior the warrior quest line there. I actually have a question for you about that. So... You get, the, you get warrior equipment from doing some of these quests, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did you get the warrior chest piece from doing those quests?
0: I believe so. I want to say, like, I don't think the fourth quest came uh-huh. with any items. But I want to say by the time I did the first three, I had the entire outfit. I had the armor, the legs, and the helmet.
1: Yeah, because I'm... Cause I'm missing that. That's the one piece I'm missing is the chess piece. And I, 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 checked, I
0: definitely got it from that because I know I upgraded at that same time.
1: I checked the uh, the like official Japanese Dragon Quest guide online after the fact because I was <laughs> like, "How do I get the chess piece for this?" And it told me that it dropped from one of those quests. I can't remember which one it was, but it told me that you get the like armor for it and. It's nowhere in my inventory, and I'm not sure. I, like, I don't understand where that piece went, but I don't have it, and it's really weird. Yeah,
0: that is that. that I know I got it through those quests because it. It. I think I whipped through the first three of those quests in under an hour one day. They were all. They were all just fetch quests, you know, go here, and they, there was a little boss there or whatever. But by then, I'd figured out how to get really strong helpers, so it was pretty easy to plow through. And I think I went and found those warrior-specific quests when I was level 40, I'm level 40 with like armor meant for someone level 22. And I was like, okay, this is, <laughs> I need to upgrade. How do I do it? Oh, do these quests. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened there.
1: Yeah. I have, I have no clue. So maybe somebody listening can help me out because <laughs> my, my <laughs> that chest piece is just gone. And I know I didn't sell it um, because I'm always very careful about selling different armor pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not sure what happened to it, but I have completely finished that like, I think it's 5 quests that whole quest chain.
0: Yeah, there's 5. I haven't done the 5th one. But I I think I got all that armor by the end of the 3rd.
1: Yeah, and I have the completing the 5th one you get like a the badge, the warrior badge or whatever, mm-hmm. um that you can equip on your character. Um and I have that and I have like the gloves and the hat and everything. It's the uh the chest piece is the only one that's just not there. That that's really bizarre. Yeah. Huh.
0: Well, taking a step back a little bit, what did you think of the prologue when you first played, back when you were a
1: human, Mm -hmm. a wee little human? Um, I like the prologue fine. Um, It's probably my least favorite part of the 1.0 story just because everything gets so much cooler once you can, like, choose your own race and everything. Um, In terms of Dragon Quest prologues, I mean, it's definitely a Dragon Quest prologue, and it has, uh, you know, kind of a twist there and everything. But um, the humans are kind of bland, you know, the other races. I mean, even the ogres, I know I said I didn't like the design too much, but, you know, the other race still, even the ogres look cool. Uh, for the most part, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the shoulder spikes either, by the way. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, they look cool. And the humans are just kind of bland. I feel like by comparison, the Galapagod is pretty cool. The uh, Sing, or however you pronounce it, the little guy that looks like Hermes uh, from the Disney Hercules <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, you know, all that stuff is cool, but I definitely like all of the rest of the game better.
0: Mm-hmm. I kept thinking that because um, at the end of the prologue your sister gets saved like you Mm -hmm. before the whole bad things go on Mm -hmm. and i kept expecting i'm like you know what dragon quest i'm gonna fight her as a final boss at some point you know and Mm -hmm. but haven't seen any more of her but what i have heard is there used to be for the original Wii version there Mm -hmm. was a whole offline campaign that Mm -hmm. starred her oh okay yeah i um For, yeah, there was like a 20 to 25 hour, apparently completely offline quest that Uh she was the star of that you could play through with the original Wii version.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I knew knew there was an offline version that there, like, I guess doesn't exist anymore, but I had no clue that it was, that that's what it was. That's really cool. Oh, and I can't
0: remember. Someone recently just told me, like, why that doesn't exist anymore, because maybe it like the events would be wiped out by one of the other versions or something later on that they were just like, eh, we don't need this anymore. Or they didn't bother porting that because it was only on the Switch. I, I I wish I remember somebody had, in discussing this, someone had given a reason, and I was like, okay, that's actually a valid reason for not having that
1: as part of the thing anymore. You know? Yeah, that's really cool. Despite the fact I
0: want it, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always just kind of assume she went wherever my uh, chess piece <laughs> went.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is somewhere wearing that warrior garb and doing just fine. <laughs> yep,
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: that's great. So, but, when you play, do you uh, try to translate every line as you go, or are you just trying to get a general idea? Or uh-huh. how do you how do you play through Dragon Quest Ten not knowing Japanese?
1: um early early on i tried i was like i'm gonna translate everything and so i translated i took the better chunk of an afternoon translating all the menus and submenus because i was like if i can just if i can figure this out that seems to be the key to making this game play easier is just knowing how the menu works and Mm -hmm. so i spent a lot of time translating the menu and um you know, some of the translations, the way Google translates it, it's just like, I still don't know what it does. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I actually asked like, uh, Ryan and Ali on Twitter, they both played Dragon Quest 10. I asked them, I was like, Hey, um, do either one of you guys know what these do? Because I can't figure it out. It tells me I can't use it right now, uh, with the, free trial version, um, and mm-hmm. it's not translating, so I don't know what it does. So they, they kind of helped me with some of that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I translated, like, the dialogue and stuff uh, in the beginning, and then just kind of... I quit doing it. I felt like the the expressions uh, that the characters use and just the, the actions and stuff that go on in cutscenes, it's easy enough to get the gist of it, even if I don't get the specifics. Um, and so, yeah, I thought... I, I didn't really need it anymore and i i honestly the last half of 1.0 and pretty much all of 2.0 i haven't translated the first thing i just um n- get the gist and i guess the rest of it's kind of just head <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i was doing like line by line every single thing um i think through my first two emblems and then there was, is it on the Weddy Island where you have the girl that finds that cat uh-huh. and the villagers are all like, no, that cat can't be here or whatever. And that leads yep. you to try to return the cat or go somewhere. And turns out the cat's like the baby of this big monster that's been bugging the village. And by it going home, everybody's happy. Um, I don't know much because that's where I stopped the translation. I was like, I, I get what's going on here. This gotcha. kid's got a monster. Loving the monster. Probably shouldn't love the monster. It's causing <laughs> problems. <laughs> and yeah. yeah I, it was at that point that I'm like, I can get by on what you know. I know enough Dragon Quest
1: tropes. I've saved enough towns. <laughs> hmm Yeah, and, that was that was kind of my thing too, and I'm not I'm not super into translation stuff. Like I know, I know some fans who, uh, you know, they're all about like what the direct translations of these are and that kind of stuff. And to me, just personally like i think it's cool and i really appreciate the effort that people that fans put into translating some of this stuff that we don't have like i guess canon translations for um Mm -hmm. but to me it's like i don't when i'm playing through it's like i don't have to know the name of like all of these npcs and i don't have to know the name of every of every boss even um when i when i was playing through 1.0 i i took screenshots of all the boss screens because i thought they looked cool Mm mm-hmm and then after the fact, I put them, I put them up on, on my blog. And after the fact, I tried to translate them because some of them, just using Google Translate, some of them are really uh, are pretty funny. Some of them make no sense. <laughs> um, I think my favorite is probably the uh, the crab. You know the crab. Um, did you do the second wedding story? Yeah. No. The, okay.
0: I, that's what I go back around and do all those next.
1: Yeah. So there's a crab, and it translates into poetry guardian, and I was like poetry guardian. <laughs> Sounds like a band I would have listened to in like 2002. <laughs> 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 like Poetry Guardian just doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue. But then apparently um, Poetry Ruins is what the location is called. But I never translated. I didn't translate the uh, the ruins at the time. So it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense that's Poetry Ruins. Because, you know, the Weddies are all about like poetry and singing and stuff. That's kind of like the cultural thing mm-hmm. in 10. So I guess that's why it's called Poetry Ru- ruins and poetry guardian makes more sense now that i know that that place is called the poetry ruins at the time it just you know it did it sounded like a you know an early <laughs> aughts emo band <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's your um what's your character name in the game do you just pick random symbols or did you make a name
1: okay i have it translates sometimes when I, I translate it uh google translate shows it up as like uh as like Gabriel Lotto or something like that but what I did is I I chose characters um that look like the American alphabet so if you look at my character name before (laughs) yeah it looks like Austin but I have no clue how you really say it how it would really be pronounced or what it really translates into um Mm -hmm. I mean I hope I hope it's nothing like you know offensive or bad but it just (laughs) I made it look like Austin
0: (laughs) so I went on I think Dragon Quest wiki and I looked up the Platinum King slime figured i'd keep in keep with the spirit of my uh avatar everywhere uh-huh. and i looked at the platinum king slime and i got those symbols and i exhaustively went through the keyboard for like 10 minutes trying to match them all and it ended up being one character short of what i needed it to be oh, so yeah. <laughs> when it what google calls my name i usually get either platinum xo uh-huh. um Which then goes very well with the next one. Sometimes it'll just say Platinum Kiss. Uh They'll address me as Platinum Kiss. But what's great is because of the way, you know, you move your phone or whatever you're translating with just a hair. And it comes up with all these different translations. I get Platinum Crap and Platinum Shit a couple times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, yeah, that's so yeah it's got that s sound i guess (laughs) in there and it's either a kiss or shit or (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh bj did the same thing with his dragon quest 10 character like he went and like spent a lot of time on it like like a lot of time trying to make it say beige, um (laughs) and uh which is kind of like what he goes by mostly online because you know, BJ online is just doomed to like show up to some terrible things. <laughs> yeah, you may not want to Google him too much. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I-, I found that out the hard way because one of our Dragon Quest FM episodes, the first one he was gone with, I called it Dragon Quest Austin Echoes of an Elusive BJ because BJ wasn't there. And then I was like, nope, Elusive BJ sounds awful. So I changed it to Beach And I was talking to him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, that's why. That's why I get people to call me Beej online because <laughs> you can get into a lot of uh, of a trouble just going by BJ on the internet." <laughs> oh, that's
0: great. So yeah, that that I, I laugh at my name every now and then. Um, just seeing that and it, 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 like the two or three times it said platinum shit, I was so mad that it I couldn't hit the screenshot fast enough. I've got a couple. I got a couple shots where they're calling me platinum crap, but uh
1: uh-huh, That's <laughs>
0: awesome. <laughs> so, um, other than so main quest wise, I know mm-hmm. I did version one. I got six emblems. Um, mm-hmm. My next job, I need to go around and get seven, eight, nine, ten, all the uh, second emblems from the different places. Mm-hmm. You've done all that, and you're into version two stuff.
1: Yes, uh, I've done. I did all the minor emblems and major key emblems beat 1.0 uh 2.0 i was really chugging along there for a while and then uh being gone the last uh like almost two weeks i i didn't get a chance to play dragon quest 10 uh Mm -hmm. again really um so i'm actually on it's set up in a very similar way like you know like a lot of dragon quest games where you go to like a town there's a problem you solve and then you kind of go on to the next town and depending on how you look at it with the plot in 2.0 i'm on the what could what you might consider the second or third town uh, depending okay. on like how technical you want to be with it so not too terribly I... far but
0: okay i know yeah i'm ready to go away for three weeks um at the end of this week it'll probably be in the middle of this when this episode drops but yeah i'll be gone for three weeks with no wi-fi um on vacation so i'm just trying to do like side quests right now to mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want to start anything that three weeks from now I'll be like what the heck was i doing (laughs) (laughs) yep no clue what was going on um Uh but speaking of side quests i do need to finish that fifth warrior one tonight internet issues Uh wipe that away try away last night but what are some of the side quests you've done what have been helpful ones that you've done
1: uh yeah other than so i've done all. i've done the five warrior ones and the uh the one that unlocks your ability to switch jobs um, mm-hmm. the one to unlock, you know, the party members that you can hire. Uh, yeah. the kind of necessary stuff like that, the dollar board, um, those quests, oh, definitely. uh, and then, you know, the ones to raise level cap, I still need to do, you know, the skill point ones and the next level cap one, uh, the rest were all minor for the most part. Um, and some of them were by accident, like I would talk to an NPC <laughs> and they're just talking along and I'm like not using translate to figure out what the quest is till after they're finished, you know? And uh, I always waited to translate generally until, at, you know, the, the quest screen yeah, pops up that. and it tells you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would always wait for that. So I just kind of, you know, press the button to advance dialogue. But um, every once in a while, there'd be one where I would get to that and then it would stamp clear over the uh, over the quest. And I'd just be <laughs> like, cool, I, I did this one. That's actually... Um, how I did I unlocked the sewing or weaving. I'm not sure what it's really called in Dragon Quest 10, uh, but mm-hmm. whatever that uses the needle. Um, I, I unlocked that one by accident because it was still early on in the game and I was just kind of buying up items and I'd found some books and they looked like recipe books. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll buy some of these. And apparently I'd bought the right one that I needed for that quest. And I just talked to the NPC and magically unlocked (laughs) that, uh, that (laughs) crafting system. Um, And then you play around with it at all. No, uh, not that, not that one. I did the forging one a little bit because of being a warrior, uh, trying to get Mm. better swords and stuff. Um, But uh, I just, I haven't read enough guides and stuff yet to know really how to i mean because the forging system is basically the same as dragon quest 11 XI. 11s is just Correct. more refined yeah. so it's not hard to figure that part out but just kind of knowing like what books i need to spend my money on and that kind of stuff and like where to find crystals and things that i need like that's the part that i need to just read up a lot more on so that i can start making some really good swords
0: yeah i was i went with axes and trying to get through that one day i think i got my skill level up when i first started i got my skill level up to like six or seven or something like that but then going over and seeing like when what skill level i would need to make the first axe that would be better than what i have i was mm-hmm. like oh god screw it <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> gonna take way too much time and i'm sure these are not all materials that i could just walk over to the other guy and buy because they do have a lot of materials for sale right there uh-huh where the forge is but yeah i don't think i'd be topping out i I would have topped out yeah and i'm
1: I'm kind of putting it off right now because i plan on buying just better stuff from the market board but you can't you can't do that in the trial version um and the i'm waiting because i want the box and everything for it even though it's just a code Uh, i still want the (laughs) box so i ordered the the physical version uh with the code that comes for the switch and because of all the coronavirus stuff like all the shipping from asia is like crazy delayed right now and um i still haven't gotten it it was supposed to be here on june 2nd and i still haven't gotten it so as soon as i get to unlock the rest of the game and put that code in i'm gonna probably spend a lot of my gold trying to get better uh weapons and gear off of the market board in the game
0: (laughs) you you won't even miss your missing warrior chest plate soon
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely not
0: Um oh what was I think oh you're buying the game, getting it imported. Um mm-hmm. that's something else that has come about from you posting and recently people have been posting. Someone on the den came on a couple of weeks ago and said they bought the game through the eShop, through mm-hmm. the Japanese eShop. They were able to people were telling them, Oh, you can't do that, you gotta buy the web money, you gotta use the Chris, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And he's like, Really? Because I just set up my PayPal account, my US PayPal account. To my Japanese e-shop and it just did it. He bought the game, downloaded it and it's taking his monthly fee out of that too.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So that I mean talk about becoming more convenient.
1: Yeah, you know, I with... I will probably have to go that route. Like uh Ryan had sent me uh the like a like web money site mm-hmm. um that he used and I had I'd messed around with it a uh, sum and knew that it worked um and that's the one he's been using for months. And uh, but, and you, you mentioned the PayPal thing to me a while back. And so when, whenever it's done, that's what I'm going to try to do is, is uh, get my PayPal uh, to just do the sub through there on Switch because that would be so much easier.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, like I said, everything that I've seen that people have done throughout the years to play this game, it, you, thank goodness, if, if you want to, that's all there. Those people are there for resources. But the ease of being able to get into it right now Mm-hmm. is it's probably the easiest as it'll ever get. I mean, you can't get short of being completely in English and here in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> being on Switch with a VPN, Yeah, you got a handheld system, no VPN needed, no knowledge of the language needed, no physical address, um, you know, no way to convert money. It, mm-hmm. it's, it, it seems like this is the golden time to do
1: it. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that's, that's another reason why I started is because it just, it seemed like the easiest time it's ever been to get into it. And I, I've pretty much given up hope on it ever, uh, coming over in English. So it was just kind of like, a might as well get into it now. I'm never, it's never going to be in English and maybe it will one day, but I, I've pretty much given up hope on it completely. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, we're eight years into it. So, I mean, I, I, could, I could very easily see them bringing it over in some fashion, but I don't think it'll ever be an MMO here. And we're never getting all five versions.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've kind of I've actually kind of wondered before if there because I remember reading at some point um, from I mean, I didn't read it new at the time. But just uh, it was new at the t- back in like 2012 or whenever when Dragon Quest X was getting ready to release on the Wii is that uh, they said it was meant to last 10 years. And, and Final oh. Fantasy 14 is kind of set up in a similar way where there's mm-hmm. definitely going to be an end date to when they're putting out like really new content for it. Like, I assume it's going to be like Final Fantasy Eleven where servers stay up, but you can't, but there's definitely an end to the game. And mm-hmm. so, so part of me wonders if we will get some kind of English version once the game is done, like once they release the last version of it and stop putting out oh. new content, if we'll get some kind of weird, like streamlined offline version for it or something maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. And then wasn't it like two years ago that a couple of producers were talked about that? Like, oh, maybe we could just do an offline version of the, uh, first, yeah. r- the version one or version two
1: total. Yep. And I've, I, I held on to that for a while. I was like, yeah, maybe we'll get <laughs> it. And then, you know, this year I was just like, ah, I that was like the last time I've heard them mention anything about ten, even the possibility of X, uh being released in the West. So I was just... Like, you know, it's it's now or never. Let's let's do this. Let's let's play ten. Yeah. I mean heck,
0: other than the die news that we got a week ago, we've had really no news on Dragon Quest in Japan or here for a good year and a half.
1: Yeah, it's it's been um Yeah. It has been oh. a dry spell, <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, we saw young Eric and his Mia, his sister, and we saw one drawing of that, and then what? What we hear this year? Oh, it's development's going slow. Yep. Don't expect anything else this year. Yeah. And, and you know, to me, that just screams 2022 for the United States. Like,
1: yeah, between ever. between monsters, them saying monsters wasn't going well, the new one, and the the uh, the main guy with the builders spinoff games leaving the company. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, like what? I'm kind of nervous about there being a good long stretch of like not having dragon quest con i mean like you said die is coming will we get into the west hopefully but that's coming we did get we did get you know dragon quest of the stars i guess and and the dragon quest movie this year but just in terms <laughs> of i mean you know i know i know you and i both uh aren't super into those kind of mobile <laughs> uh <No. gacha> games <laughs> like that so so yeah i'm definitely holding out hope that we'll get some nice big uh dragon quest announcement at some point before the end of the year maybe a sneak preview of something that i can just get yeah. really excited about
0: yeah i mean i know when we hear about stuff it's, it's still a year and a half out from us getting it usually yeah. so it, it's it's nerve-wracking a little bit like kind of depressing that we have not heard a thing because we don't even have anything to put on the 2022 calendar yet yeah let for alone sure. the rest of this year or next year yeah. So um I thought it was funny somebody messaged me last night that their favorite podcast had called their episode uh Strash after the uh the the announcement of the name for the die game.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he's like, Oh, you should check it out. They put up a YouTube version and I went through and I read the comments on YouTube and there was like two or three people that on there were like, Well, oh, I've played all the Dragon Quest games and da da da. That means nothing to me. Strash. Where do they pull out these stupid names? Uh-huh. <laughs> And just off, just weirdly, two weeks ago, I found all the Dragon Quest translated die stuff, and I've been working my way through. Through, and if I believe the math, that was at the end of the last chapter. It said I was thirty-three point six seven percent through reading the entire three hundred and forty-seven uh, wow. volume set of it. Wow. Uh, and yeah, that word "strash" that was in there—it's it, in the uh manga too and it's funny because the the fan translators we're talking about you know we don't really care what they call it but the fan translators i think on like the first two or three volumes over like 20 chapters kept changing what they called it until Mm -hmm. um they were calling it like air slash and it's just a sword attack like "Ah, i got my sword attack you know there's water strash and there's earth strash and there's fire strash um but they were going back and forth calling it Slash and whatever. And then, I don't know, 10, 12 volumes into the, or chapters or whatever, into the manga, the people who were making it back in the 80s, whatever, 90s, they put in pages where they would just have a character page, like, hey, here's this character, and it looked like a dragon quest screen like here's his hit points here's his strength here's his abilities over here here's the spells he can use whatever Mm -hmm. and a couple of them they actually translated into english over in japan and sure enough it did translate into strash which just simply means strong slash so
1: okay so it's strong slash
0: i was strong slash yep it has no weird hidden meaning it's just they took two words smashed them together
1: so cuz we talked about that we did like a day of kind of podcast for on B2FM uh-huh. for the die stuff and and BJ like was just really railing against the name and I didn't think it was a good name but I was like you know I have enough I, I was telling him on there that I, I had enough faith that like it has something to do with like the lore or like combat or something from the game and then around the time uh, you told us on Twitter about okay. the manga thing And then uh, around that same time, I was going through, I was getting stuff ready for the episode and like putting in like some screenshots that had been shared of the game. And I told BJ, I was like, you know, zooming in right here on one of the combat screens, the attack is called, it was called like lightning strash or something like that. So I was like, I was like, yeah, we just, we should have just like looked more closely at the attacks because at the time... (laughs) That episode was like so. We did it like you know, like literally just like right after we'd basically seen the stuff like one time because we were trying to like mm-hmm. do a day of thing. And so, um, so then I, I saw that after that that it's called Strash in the game as well. It was because it was in English. Like the 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 attack was in English. It said uh-huh. lightning Strash. Um, and so I was like, okay, but I didn't realize it means strong slash. I mean, that makes sense now. So
0: yeah, it was you know back in the 80s that's just what they did so it was funny too because if you read the fan translated manga um some names change from mm-hmm. chapter one through chapter 10 um and then at some point they even say like okay we're gonna actually not put out a couple of these manga for we're gonna take a couple off, weeks off and actually read all the way to the end mm-hmm. because in japan just By the end, they'd had character stat sheets of all these things, and they put in English words on there. So, yeah, the fan translators, after about 10 chapters, are going back and forth on some stuff. They're like, you know what? Hold on. (laughs) We're going to go read the rest, see what else that they put as an official English title, and then come back and keep translating. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Yeah, just on some blank pages, like books have a blank page, They, the reading through what the fan translators... They they go through what their uh, process was a little bit and it's pretty cool. I've actually tried been trying to track them down for the past week and a half. Uh-huh. Their their uh, email from way back in the day um, bounces back and you know yeah I had it was mainly two guys that did this when they were in college.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had I had similar troubles sometimes with. Uh... When I was when I reached out to people for the Dragon Quest book, uh, because either I only I think I only had one that bounced back, but the rest were like uh, people were like didn't respond for like two weeks, and like lots of people would be like, oh sorry, this is like an old email. I still have it posted as my work email, and I just don't check it very regularly. And okay. I, I do the same thing. So I mean, it's just yeah, you know, I I still one of my emails I still use is like a terrible email address that I had in fourth grade, but <laughs> I have like. I have different account stuff set up to it, and I'm too lazy to just, like, forward it to one of my newer emails that I use regularly now.
0: (laughs) I even tried to uh, get Sack Chief on it a little bit because, I mean, I I still remember, I don't know if you've ever watched his YouTube video where he tracked down the guy who did, like, the box art for Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior 3 and Uh 4. Yeah. Have you ever listened to that one?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And the guy's like, yeah, I don't remember doing that.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. yeah like I, that was con that was contract work 30 years ago someone yep. said
0: i need a fantasy box art there you go fantasy box art
1: yeah and i didn't realize he'd done like so much like super bowl artwork yeah that I mean, it was an interesting
0: yeah. it, it had almost nothing to a dragon quest because that guy didn't remember it but <laughs> yep. it was interesting listening to that guy talk all about all the stuff he'd done yep you know so yeah i, I think it may be and then when we talked to the uh, fan translators international people um And I remember that was like our our third episode ever of Slime Time. We talked to the people who recently translated Rocket Slime 3. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting talking to them. Those guys, they have really no interest in Dragon Quest. Yep. (laughs) uh, Yep. As a series, like, whatever, it's there. We just got together because we thought this game was cool and we liked this game. So, like, okay. That was neat. And um, I was messaging Z6N4 The uh, guy who translated uh, Joker 3 and Terry's Wonderland 3DS, Um, I was messaging him just last week, and he's still stuck on translating Dragon Quest Monsters 2. Uh I mean, honestly, from what he said, and he said it in the podcast, and he's actually got it all translated, it's all set, but there's like one little, there's somewhere in the code that locks off how many characters can be on screen at a time. Uh Uh-huh. And since English words are much longer than Japanese words, like he can't fit things in. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, you know, and then for Joker three and for the other one, we found it. We were able to like set it so it would just go to a next text box and the text would scroll. Mm-hmm. um and i remember talking to the guys on fan translators international too they they had actually specifically mentioned that part of finding that and yeah he's still stuck on that he's like man he goes i look every now and then and because i'm building a new pc and i'll have time more time to look but it is a needle in a haystack He goes, i got everything translated it just doesn't fit like i mm-hmm. can't say steel sword or whatever yeah because in japanese that's four characters i need it to be 12. yep so but um. Uh, he, and he's kind of hard to get a hold of. I had to find the way to get back through there, and um, he asked me if I would like tweet out or put it on a couple Facebook groups because that's just not what he does. He's not all over those places. Mm-hmm. But by golly, he's done a lot of good work for the Dragon Quest
1: community getting yeah. those games out.
0: Speaking of people in the Dragon Quest community, um, did you meet up with anybody online when you've been playing Dragon Quest Ten?
1: Uh, I met up with uh, Ryan Molino once, but only only because he he happened to see me online and asked me where I was and stuff. Like he did he did all the legwork leg work himself um, mm-hmm. and came and visited me in one of the Weddy towns. But it was I didn't know he was coming to do that at the time, and I was logging off, so I like caught a, a, just a little peek of him like in the building and he, i think he, <laughs> he managed to get at least a screenshot of it uh and like and put it on twitter and uh, show it to me where he got a picture of us together um but that that's it that's as much that's the only time i've ever met up with anybody that i know of uh online
0: did you do any joining any parties or
1: anything Uh, Well, by accident, I accidentally accepted, (laughs) somebody sent me a friend request, and I didn't know what it was, and I just hit yes, um, Mm -hmm. because I played it enough now, you know, I can recognize the yes or no stuff. So I hit yes. And then all of a sudden I was in a party with these two other guys and they were trying to talk to me. I couldn't talk to them because, you know, I was playing the free trial version. So party chat was disabled, uh, but I could just kind of see where they were trying to talk to me and say things all in Japanese. And I couldn't figure out how to leave the party or anything. And I got kind of like nervous and just like logged out of the game because I was like, I don't know what to do. Like these guys want to go do something and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, other than that, though, uh, I haven't, I'm more of a solo play kind kind of person um Um, like definitely like and that's one thing i really like about 10 is that you can play it online but you don't have to play it with other people and it's not that i don't like the other people who play it you know like i'd love to meet up with some people from time to time and do it but just in terms of playing through the story and everything that's something that definitely just like doing kind of on my own time like by myself
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i always tell people people i've got people on the dragon's Den that'll want to play um mario kart or something and i'm like i with my kids here and my wife asking me this my wife asked me that i i put down games that i'm playing every five minutes and go do something come back to it and Yep. I yeah. I and that I had to really break that habit with Dragon Quest X because I remember the first time that I just like quickly popped off the uh, put it in suspend mode, set it down, came back five minutes later, and I'm like, oh yeah, you can't really do that with a online MMO. Yeah. Got to go through the whole logging in process again and oops.
1: Yeah, um, it's MMOs are definitely not a uh, parent friendly <laughs> parent friendly game, especially with like younger kids because I've yeah. It, it's a lot because you know you can't pause it it's just like you have to you have to make sure mm-hmm. to teleport to like a safe zone or you know or something oh just most to... definitely
0: yeah i mean I, I got to the point where i could remember to just set it down for a minute go to the bathroom come back and not hit that suspend button that i'm so used to i do almost all my gaming with my 3ds um shut the lid my vita hit suspend the exact same way you do with the switch and like that, that was that that was like one of the i got a I gotta be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so, how many how many hours do you think you have in the game right about now?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, actually, uh, I checked it this morning before uh, we recorded this,
0: and it says <laughs> it
1: says I am at 50 hours or more now. So okay. Depend, and I know the switch is kind of inaccurate with that kind of stuff sometimes, but mm-hmm. um but I feel like that's probably pretty accurate in my case with Dragon Quest 10. I, I don't feel like I've played it too much more than 50 55 hours. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and like I said, I'm in the beginning parts of 2.0, so I haven't played it too much. I think I beat I beat I got to the end of 1.0. I think it said at 35 hours or more is what my switch was saying. Now. That's
0: almost exactly where mine was. Mine says it In-game, it says 34, and
1: that's kind of where I am. Okay. I don't even know how to check it in-game, actually. I didn't realize there was a way to check it in-game. There is. There is, um, and I I couldn't even tell you.
0: (laughs) It was just some menu I came across.
1: Yeah. Maybe when you save it or something, or like when you log in. Oh, that may be with the login. Yeah.
0: Either that, or it's that bottom right um, settings thing from the main menu Mm -hmm. when you're in the game. I've kind of like looked at those different things cuz there's a lot buried in there but yeah I don't know half of them
1: Okay cool yeah I have to check that out sometime I didn't realize there was a way to check that in game but um but yeah I kind of just kind of skimmed over some of that like system menu I think is what it translates into where it's just kind of like some technical aspects about the game that I haven't don't necessarily it, keep up with
0: Yeah I all the stuff that I know that I would probably mess something up if I played around with that too much mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing translates too well Yeah so um, any last thoughts, any last thoughts about Dragon Quest X and its MMO capabilities or anything else you've done in game that you liked?
1: Uh, yeah, just in terms of an MMO, you know, I think, I think it's a good MMO for people like me and you <laughs> who, <laughs> who, 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 like that solo play aspect of it better. Um, Definitely. I, I think it works well as an MMO or seems to, from what I've seen, just in terms of the, of some of the... Like, you know, the hiring party members, I think is cool. There's like some cool things that I haven't necessarily seen in other MMOs that exist in Dragon Quest 10 that I think are really cool. Um, I still think there's a lot of just like it seems to take forever to get places. I feel like they could make traveling a bit easier in Dragon Quest 10.
0: Oh my gosh, it's a walking simulator half the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I got really tired of that and just trying to find return stones. Like I I wish they just implemented Zoom like in so many other games where you just once you visit somewhere, you can Zoom back to it. That would have been kind of like my ideal way of traveling around in this game. Um, Mm -hmm. And I haven't done much with housing because you can get your own house in 10. Um, And that's one of the things that I want to do once I once I unlock the market board and everything is kind of spend some money and try to like decorate a house. For really no reason at all, other than just having it. Um, And uh, I definitely, uh, you know, there's, I'm sure some of the things I like about it uh, have probably been patched in since the original release of the game to kind of streamline the content of 1.0 and make it easier. Um, But I mean, I I don't know what it was like back in 2012 on the Wii, so it's kind of hard for me to tell what has been patched in. And what was always there, um, but definitely judging it from like a 2020 perspective, I think it's a I think it's a really well put together MMO. I still think I would like it better if it was just a solo adventure, uh, like the other Dragon Quest games. I, um, I
0: completely agree. I see this. I mean, you see the similarities with Dragon Quest Nine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. It definitely it like Nine seems like it, it worked up. They they tested a lot of things in Nine and then made those work maybe even better or in an MMO setting for 10. And to me, I look at 10 on the switch and I'm like, gosh, they have all these art assets out there. Mm -hmm. Can't they just remake nine in with these assets from 10? And yeah, that'd be
1: awesome. They
0: they obviously know how to make it on the switch. So, I mean, just stick it on a cart and let's go. I mean, you've got the story, you've got the systems. Uh, it, It really could work that well. And yeah, I mean, I think 10 could work very well as a standalone because um, yeah, I think a lot of the improve, uh, they must be improvements like wearing the angel slime hat that gives you three oh, times yeah. the experience <laughs> mm-hmm. and the, the fact that, um, I know it says like, oh, you're not level 80. Okay. You can hire these people here at the, uh, place for free. Yeah. So, that
1: And the difficulty setting for bosses is another thing I'm yes. fairly certain was patched in.
0: Oh, I can imagine. I can't believe that was there eight years ago. Yeah. So yeah, all those things. Again, it's just, it's a great time to play it for Western fans. Yeah, for sure. And for Japanese people that are just starting, I'm sure it's a good time for you because it looks like they're letting you, I mean, we're we're getting, what, two versions worth of content for free at this point.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm, here I am 50, 55 hours in and I haven't had to pay for anything yet, which is like insane. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm about to review a game for RP Gamer. Like it's a $10 game on Steam and it lasted all of two and a half hours. (laughs) <laughs> yep kind of one reason i picked it i was like oh i'm going on vacation soon i'll review something i can beat in it yeah <laughs> yep and then i was like wow i'm i'm glad i, I don't know what i would have been glad to pay ten dollars for two and a half hours of content but not that or much more because i'll just go play <laughs> dragon quest 10 for free for a while more yep Yep. So, all right. Well, that makes it. That's it for this episode of Slime Time. Thank you so much, Austin, for joining me to talk about the uh, Japanese only title, um, Dragon Quest's own MMO. Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Um, go ahead and tell everybody a bit where they can get a hold of you online. I'm going to throw it all in the show notes, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us where we can find you and some of the things you talked about.
1: Yeah. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at DragonQuesten. Uh, I also co-host Dragon Quest FM, which is on Twitter at Dragon Quest FM. And then my uh, w- I fairly weekly, pretty much regular Dragon Quest blog is at DragonQuestAustin.com. And that's where I have a lot of the Dragon Quest 10 stuff I've kind of mentioned today. And hopefully even more stuff uh, when this episode goes up. I'll have some more stuff up there as well. And then uh, hopefully my Dragon Quest book is coming out uh, pretty soon. Uh, So uh, you can find out more information on that on my Twitter account, or I'll be posting about that kind of stuff at DragonQuestAustin.com.
0: All right. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. You might have noticed that the only time that we ever mention Patreon on Slime Time is when we say we don't use Patreon. We're just longtime fans that want to speak about the game series we know and love so much. If you do have some money you'd like to donate, Consider sliding on over to the Dragon's Den at www.wutus.com den and click on the button that says support this site. Woodis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den Dragon Quest fan site for over 20 years and I'm sure he would appreciate any donation. Um, if you don't want to straight up donate, you could use all of his different Amazon affiliate links there to make purchases. Dragon Quest 11S is there, perhaps Dragon Quest 7 3DS. Um, pretty much everything in the past five years that has been released uh, and is on Amazon new you can buy through the Amazon affiliate link and some small fraction of that will go to helping out the Dragon's Den if you have any comments or questions for us you can find us on Twitter at Platium3 or uh, you want to say something to Liam at Rimu, Rimu Celestrian. I'd never say that right good thing he always says that um, you can always hit us both up simultaneously at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining Dragon Quest forums still around on the net. Uh, you can always find that at the main page, www.woody's.com slash forums. If you want to skip the main page, I know I'm always there. I'm posting translation news or been talking about Die recently and lots of other good stuff. I want to always take a moment, like always, to thank everyone that makes this podcast possible. Like Brian, aka Woodis, for his support of the series and this podcast, and keeping the Dragon's Den's lights on for decades. <clears throat> Thanks to Amanda Laprie and the descendants of Eirdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descendant of Eirdrick. Is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. If you like what you heard at the beginning and end of the show, please check them out and their most recent album, Advent, uh, at www.descendantsofairdrick.com or on Twitter at DOFairdrick or go see their band leader, Amanda Lupre, live. She's usually on tour as a guitarist with Andrew WK. Once all this settles down in the United States, I'm sure they'll be out again. Thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist and Dragon Quest fan, for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was on the original iteration of Slime Time Podcast, and he's been on a few of our episodes since we've uh, been recording this past year. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at DwayneBullock.com art.bigcartel.com And if you're looking for more Dragon Quest podcasts, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more. Please also feel free to check out our fellow Dragon Quest podcasts available like Puff Puff Hour and Dragon Quest FM. That brings us to a close, so bye everyone. This is DQ Slime Time, sliming off.